This week, our sponsor is our favourite Nua Lux Salon Letterkenny. Our friend, the fabulous Maria, is celebrating Nua Lux's second birthday and is giving our listeners the chance to win an Alpha Parf hamper. Amazing. I want to win it. I have to say, investing in decent hair products in Nua Lux has been a game changer for my hair. Absolutely. Maria is a true pro and always knows exactly what to recommend for healthy, glowing locks. I can't believe Maria has been open in Nua Lux for two years. It seems like she's always been there, but also the time has flown. I hear you. Obviously, it's one of our favourite places to hang out with Maria. Hashtag barbershop boys. <laughs> but also to get the best blow dry ever and the perfect colour, as well as the crack. We are very grateful to Maria for sponsoring us yet again and offering such a cool and generous prize. Keep an eye on our Instagram at nootherkrack underscore pod and at Nualux to enter the Alpha Parf Hamper giveaway. Thank you, Maria. Hello, welcome to episode 46 of No Other Crack Pod. Good evening. Good evening. How are you this very warm evening? Kunasatatu. Tomigamai. Oh, jinx. What's <laughs> jinx in Irish? <laughs> uh, same with a father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, TV guide. Or do we have any fact checks? No, there's no, no, no fact no. checks. I was just going to mention we'll be doing the competition for new looks. Probably today because it'll be Monday when people are listening to this. Oh yeah, so keep an eye out for that competition with our Instagram current page. sponsor on our Instagram page. Yes. Um, TV Guide. Did mm. you watch the end of Succession? Uh, there's The end is this week. Okay, because I thought it was over because I'm trying to dodge that many spoilers. Mm-hmm. No, it was the penultimate slash second last episode there last week and now Monday. When everyone's listening, it'll be the day of the last and final ever episode. Oh. So like even last Monday, I was avoiding news feeds all day long because I didn't want to see any spoilers. So I just had to do my work bits, but stay off the internet until I got home to watch it. Like, Yeah, I seen something. I, I've just finished season one mm. and I loved the end of season one. I was like, oh, but mm. I think I seen something online then on my Google news feed. Oh. It was just one word and I was like, oh, but it's anyway. It's torture. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so there's one episode left. And yeah. it, good? Enjoying it? Oh yeah, loving it. Loving it? Loving it. Yeah, that second last episode was nothing like happened in it that was spoiler worthy anyway. So I suppose like the, the very last episode, we're going to finally see who is the successor, I suppose. So like. Oh, really? I'd imagine so. They have okay. to kind of end it that way. Yeah. So yeah, really have to stay off the grid on Monday. Yeah. Slash today. <laughs> um. What else did you watch or did you watch? I don't think, sorry. <laughs> I don't think anybody can hear this, but Scout's just scraping the <laughs> my feet in the His background. His talons are scraping His talons are scraping my feet. <laughs> but no, I don't think, we really didn't watch much TV this past week. Um... We continued on a little bit with Barry, that show that we'd mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, and we, I want to watch a show, I haven't watched it yet. I was just reading about it today called Platonic. Did you see anything about no. this one? 
So it's Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne. Oh, sorry, I did. Mm. Because they were in Bad, Bad Neighbours. Which I loved. Jinx, father. <laughs> <laughs> loved that. Um, so yeah, they reunite as these former college best friends who had a big fallout. And now they reunite late in life. Mm. Um, it's on Apple TV though, kids. Platonic. <laughs> platonic yeah and it gets there's only four episodes available currently um and it gets 92 percent in rotten tomatoes so i really like those two like they have good chemistry Um, yeah so yeah i think i'll watch that i loved her in bridesmaids yeah she's brilliant she is very good. good So that's called platonic. Platonic, yeah. No, I'm not watching much else. Like, I'm going to be quite depressed, actually, because the final succession is on Monday and Mm -hmm. the final Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is tonight. So, like, they were my two favorites in the past few years and they're finished. I know. Like, completely finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like four seasons for succession, I think, is good, though. Yeah. Like, it's not... Not I don't know it. what I've started if I knew that it was like there was going to be so much more. Yeah, it's just plenty. It's good but it's, quality. Oh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. If anyone hasn't watched Succession, it's on Now TV. Mm-hmm. I would highly recommend it. You would mm-hmm. highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to just get, get caught up on it so I can I chat know. to you about it. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's great. Um, I had watched again. I'm sure, I'm always going to be doing it anyway. It was trending on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Costco. Is it really worth it? Oh, right. Documentary. Yeah. Um, I think it had been on like maybe one of the English channels, but it just came to Netflix there. So when I seen it, I was like, Costco. I thought Costco was like an American thing. Yeah, me too. But it's actually, it's in the UK as well. Um, So it's like a huge like warehouse, like a cash and carry situation, Mm -hmm. but you have to pay a membership to it. So they're kind of going through different scenarios and they're, trying to work out like is it actually worth the membership yeah are you saving anything are you actually saving but it was very very interesting Hmm. and it's not that long i'm trying to think maybe is it 45 minutes um but i did enjoy it Mm -hmm. if you're kind of and like i actually want to go to a car i do and i don't want to go to a costco because they said someone compared it to they said you know like the middle island little around oh yeah they said just think of that like times a hundred. Like. Oh no, it'd be dangerous to go so there. So they said when you go in, they obviously bulk pack everything. So there's like massive packs of toilet roll, tea bags, all that kind of crack. But you can find like kayaks in the middle of it or like pieces of furniture, mm, tomahawk sticks. But there's, uh, there's such a selection of stuff, like a whole range of like different types of alcohol as well. Mm. Um, but they, they put like the bread and the toilet and all that at the back of the store mm-hmm. so in every one of them when you go in you have to go yeah through all the shite first before you can get to the back but yeah i found it really interesting they were com- they done like a couple of tests and as well where they were comparing <coughs> excuse me they were comparing like uh they had a gray goose vodka and then they had like a brand as a kenrick Kendricks or something no it wasn't Kendricks some kind of brand you get in Costco anyway mm-hmm. but everyone was saying that they preferred the Costco one all right to the Grey Goose because there's all these rumors mm. that Grey Goose actually makes the Costco vodka as well yeah so they reached out to Grey Goose and they denied it and they were like um though these rumors are just relentless mm-hmm. they were like we do not make this vodka oh well, it's a good testament to their own brand mm. stuff then yeah 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 so that's Costco. Is it really worth it on Netflix? 
Oh, I would recommend it. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, and it's a quick watch, like it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Then I also watched The Purge Forever. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Susanna, one of the girls I was texting her, and she said that she was watching the purge, and she doesn't usually like like horrors or anything gory mm-hmm. like that. And she was watching, and I was laughing so much at her reaction because she was getting such fright. I was like, I need to put this on. But you know the Purge films. I don't know if I'm familiar with them, no. There's like a load of different ones. So it's like one night of the year, um, there's no laws. Mm-hmm. And they can go out and they can like commit any violent crimes or loot, but they can get away with it mm-hmm. for one night. So this Purge Forever is the same premise, except kind of goes on after the actual night mm-hmm. that it happens. That was grand. Scary. D- no, it didn't really frighten me, no. Mm. It's gory. It is gory at times. Um, I would maybe give it two ripe avocados. Two, right. Is it a yeah. like a slasher type of thing? No, it's more like, it's just violence and mm. creepiness. And like yeah. everyone's in their house and they have like, it's just this one. I can't believe you never heard of The Purge. I didn't, I didn't prepare to be explaining The Purge premise. <laughs> no. Um, but there's actually plenty of like costume, Halloween costume inspiration in it. Oh, right. There's boys with cowboy hats and a load of makeup and yeah. But that was trending too, actually. Hmm. So. It's I'd a funny time of year for a horror yeah. to be trending as well. It is. Um. So what else? Then I told you about Succession. I'm just, I should be watching other things, but I just can't stop watching Succession. I thoroughly mm. enjoy it every night and look forward to it. And then ha- Harry Potter's on Netflix. Oh, the Harry Potter movies are yeah, on Netflix. They all came ah, to Netflix. Delightful. And I think that'll do great for Netflix because yeah. they needed something now. They did. They yeah. needed something to bring in the the crowd. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We normally watch them around Christmas time. And They're you are so always nice. trying to figure out where to find them. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. I hope they st- remain on it for a good while. It's hard to know, will they? But they're all on it now. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I hadn't watched um, Selling Sunset yet. The new series of Selling Sunsets on Netflix now. I haven't watched, like, I kind of dipped in and out maybe the first season. Mm. But I That's the kind of thing you wouldn't even need to stay up to date with the seasons. Like, I don't even know what season this is. Maybe four. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like... There's not much storyline or relationship development yeah, in your it. man, well, they're twins, aren't they, that have like the company? Yeah, the brothers. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at these light fittings. They're called Buster and Punch. Mm-hmm. They're a London-based company and they do amazing light fittings, which are ridiculously priced. Mm-hmm. But I love the look of them. And now I am absolutely tormented because one of those guys from Sullen Sen- Sullen, Sullen Sunset. Sullen <laughs> <laughs> Sunset. Um, is advertising them and it keeps coming up on my Instagram and I'm like, no, no. Oh gosh. Well, actually, I don't know. You would need a credit the... union loan for fucking one of the... I'd say if he's recommending them, like they must be big budget because one of those Oppenheim, well, they're both the Oppenheim twins. One of them in particular has a beautiful home. He's always moving though, but he's a very nice decor style because I love it. They usually host a party for the staff every season and I, oh, I yeah. like seeing his house. So yeah, I must have a look out, at it, look out for the light fittings next time. Buster and Punch. Oh, don't mm. even bother because you'll be tormented then. Mm. Like they're so expensive, but they're lovely. They're lovely. <laughs> if you want to look at nice light fittings that you can't afford, please go to Buster and Punch. Hmm. <laughs> um... World Wide Web. 
Have you mm-hmm. anything interesting? Because you, you can start with your... Okay. Your interest in bits. Because well, mine is so boring and adult. But probably still interesting. Useful. Um, yeah. yeah, mine are probably not that interesting. Let me just see here. So, um, we were talking about Sheen yeah. last week. Like, we weren't promoting it. We were just saying that the European headquarters are going to be in Ireland now. In Dublin, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so then this interesting article popped up on my LinkedIn during the week. So it was saying that basically you think Sheen is just another fast fashion company, but really they're one of the biggest technology companies you've never truly understood. So I was like, okay, how the heck is it a technology company? Yeah. But then I sort of thought, yeah, it is like an e-commerce machine. So here are three things that this Chinese-owned fashion giant did to be more worth more than H&M and Zara combined. So there's some some of the stuff I'm not going to read out because it's really like um, tech jargon. But they have a team. So basically they use Google Trends. So Google Trends is a really cool tool anyone can use. So you can type in anything at all into Google Trends and it shows you like whether there's a spike of interest in a given region or over a given time frame. So a lot of businesses would use it to track and forecast trends. Um, so they really? use it extensively to figure out what styles are trending on Google search and social media. So they would like go through this on an hourly basis. They then send this information to their team of 800 designers oh who create God. designs based on these styles. And the designs are created within 36 hours. That which is just is crazy, the turnaround. Like, so it's a pure data-oriented business model, which is quite fascinating. Yeah. But the turnaround is just Can I shocking. just say, I want a Netflix documentary in that. Yeah, yeah, actually, I would certainly watch that. So social trends generate hype before the item has even been produced by Sheen, which is incredibly smart. Um, and then what was the other stat in this that I thought was good? So they create small batches of products, as small as 10 pieces, and then put them up on their site. Then using AI, they're able to track behavior like browsing and the number of ad to carts and how long people spend looking at a particular product. Oh my God. All of their 3,000 product suppliers are given access to Sheen's platform, which allows them to see in real time what products are being clicked on. And then they instantly create more of those, again, with the same quick turnaround. So the real-time model reduces the time from design to finished products to three days, which actually reduces excess waste. So even though they are horrifically fast fashion, they're quite focused at the same time. So a lot of stuff doesn't just sit in the warehouses. It does sell through. Um. So this article just kind of says there's fast fashion and then there's supersonic fashion. So Sheen adds over a thousand new styles every single day in over 220 countries. To put this into context, Zara adds 300 styles per month. Sheen adds a thousand per day. Oh. (laughs) So anyway, then the rest of it goes on about like how it's a, it's basically an algorithm, yada, yada, some marketing junk. Um, and then it says, if this hyper-personalization style of marketing sounds familiar, it's because there's another super app, which also launched in China, which has the same algorithms, which is TikTok. 
Ooh. So TikTok has been called the TikTok, or Sheen has been called the TikTok of e-commerce because they use personalization and hyper-focused trend-driven marketing and production. That's so interesting. Yeah, so I was like, hmm, I mean, fair play to them in a sense. So that was my one of my World Wide Web things. It does, still doesn't like make me want to purchase from Sheen, but I respect the hustle. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking there when you were saying about that, I'd added a show to my Netflix list ages ago called Inside Misguided. Oh, yeah. But I never actually watched it. Oh, that's But like when good. you compare Sheen to the likes of, what was it, Boohoo there? Mm-hmm. Like. Or Zara. Or Zara, you? sorry, was it Zara? Like, I suppose it does cut down on their waist mm-hmm. significantly. Like, mm. But, and the Google, just question teacher. <laughs> yes. The Google trends. So mm-hmm. it, does that work like a like Google Lens or like Google, you know, like is it a separate yeah, search bar? I've only ever looked at it now on desktop. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like a completely separate search bar and it kind of turns into graphs. So like you can type in words or sentences or anything at all. Like you could type in podcasts, like something really broad. And then you could refine podcasts to like their interest level in Donegal in the past two years. You know, you can get hyper specific or you can be really broad with it. Oh, yeah. But everyone has access to it. Like it is quite I've cool. I've just clicked on it here. Yeah. That's mm. really user friendly. Mm. I put in podcast as you were speaking and, you know, came up related queries. Kim Kardashian podcast <laughs> in Ireland. But that's what then that that dictates that a lot of people must Google her podcast in Ireland. Does she still have that podcast going? I don't know. She started out around the same time yeah. as ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, we should meet her for coffee and see how she's getting on with hers. Oh, we pod meeting. <laughs> oh. Um, my World Wide Web. Okay, so this is, oh Jesus, maybe it's a bit sad. But anyway, mm-hmm. technically I was doing it on the World Wide Web. So you do your shopping in Aldi. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would have gone to maybe between Little. And Tesco. And then so many people said to me recently, they were like, Duns. Duns is the best value. Duns, Duns, Duns. Mm-hmm. So I conducted my own research over the last month. <laughs> okay. So I'd done a shopping. What are your findings? What are my findings? <laughs> my findings are shocking. So I'd done a couple of weekly shops in Aldi. Mm-hmm. And of the things, now fair enough, there is some things in Aldi and Little that you can't get in the likes of Duns. Like, you know, they're protein yogurts and... There's a few other different bits like that I would usually gotten little and probably you got in Aldi. But in Dunn's, so many of the things I got in Aldi were the same price or cheaper in Dunn's. Than Aldi? Than Aldi. Right? So the likes of your two litres of milk, your bread, like same brown bread, like the Pat the Baker. And I, I was shocked. And then when you, so I was on and I set up an account and I have a Dunn's delivery coming on Monday. And I'm oh, so excited. started. Luckily, Darren's doing a wee bit of work here, so we can't really get involved. So <laughs> when you do it online, then you automatically get the vouchers for mm-hmm. 10 euro off 50. Mm-hmm. So along with Dunn's being the same price or cheaper than Aldi, you also get 10 euro off 50. Mm-hmm. Duns did not pay me any commitment. My brother does work in Duns, but no, I would pay no. I was paid, paid. Get that man a promotion. <laughs> so yeah, I've been converted. 
to the House of Duns. <laughs> Dunay's boutique. Yeah, Dunay's. Um, well, Darren's always wanting to get the Duns delivery man. Every time he sees the van, he's like, we should get it. Well, I seen the van plenty of times and I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it now. So I am on night duty. I'm off on Monday. I've arranged for the delivery to come between 10 a.m. and 12 a.m. And I'm thoroughly excited. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at me, Darren. <laughs> I just think if it cuts down on and like it saves your like preferences as well then on yeah. the website. You don't seem sold, Marie. I am. I know. Are you I'm like, open. Like, I've said it to a couple of people now. <laughs> One of the girls is like, but I but I like going in to do my shopping. I like bringing that. And I was like, it's like Mrs. Doyle. Maybe I like the misery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I certainly don't like the misery of oh. doing shopping. So no. no, like I think if if you found it to be efficient cost wise, mm-hmm. I'm totally open to it because I hate doing the grocery shop. Yeah. I absolutely hate it with a passion. Do you know what my main thing is with it? Because I've been trying to and obviously moving into a new house and you're you can't like get in the habit of eating right now. I've started walking now again. But see like when you go into the shop and especially if you're hungry when you're doing your shopping. Mm-hmm. Like at least on the Duns app, I know like everything I'm getting is necessary is directly what i wanted on my shopping list i've no exterior influences or i don't see oh geez there's a packet of purple snacks on offer throwing a couple of packs yeah still have them and like you know hide them for people that's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know no i'd say it's really good for cutting down on those impulsive purchases because yeah we would notice that when we're hungry doing our shopping like it really ramps up the price isn't it just throwing in crisps and all this stuff um, but yeah, I do love Aldi though. Like I love Aldi stuff. So I'd just be like, would Duns have my equivalents? Maybe, maybe not. But you should, overall, you should try it for the crack. Because yeah, I'm in Duns all the time. Like I do be in the clothes section. So a good bit. And they have a great gluten free section too. Oh, another little recommendation for you. Uh, my friend Maria, Maria of New Looks, had gone into Asda for a haul of gluten free stuff. Mm hmm. Oh, have you heard about Asda for like yeah, a few people? Yeah, mum would, would have in the past gone like, to Asda for She got like Betty stuff. Crocker uh, Yorkshire pudding mix. She mm-hmm. got Betty Crocker stuffing, like so much. Like she's a full cupboard now dedicated mm-hmm. to the gluten-free stuff. Yeah. So like it's great that it's like non-perishable goods and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, they're miles ahead with the gluten-free stuff in the north. Asda, yeah, definitely. Um, Going back then to Dunn's, when I was in, <laughs> throwback to the start of the podcast mm-hmm. you early listeners will know we went on a moochie spree oh yeah I've not had a moochie in a long so time so I was in Dunn's and they had moochie so it's actually the brand little they're called little oh, moons oh yeah 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 five euro for a box of them mm-hmm. I don't know how much they were in little though I think they were probably dear enough as well no, they? well they weren't a fiver but they weren't much shy of it they probably weren't much shy of it no but got them oh my god so nice like Oh, lovely. What flavour? Uh, got the passion fruit one. The one that like tastes like a little slayro. Oh, yum. So I'm going to get the coconut ones now when I'm in again, maybe. Oh, yum. I didn't order them for the delivery. Even with the delivery. See the frozen stuff? Mm. Sure, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> so I'll check back in next week yeah. with a kitchen full of food Let us and a know. full belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish that they could put away the stuff as well. Oh, they don't. <laughs> that'd be terrific <laughs> it's like 7 euro for delivery and 7 euro for putting them away <laughs> yeah I would pay that no bother 
So, so yeah. That, yeah. So you discovered that on online. Yes. On the World Wide Web. I didn't really discover it on the World Wide Web, but mm-hmm. technically I'd done it. Yeah. On the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, oh, recommendations then. Actually, do you want to kick off the recommendations? I don't even know where to start. All right. <laughs> no, I do. Oh, no, I do know where to start because I had text you during the week mm-hmm. and I said, we should do a joint recommendation because mm-hmm. I've listened to it. You've only listened to half this mm-hmm. podcast episode, but I listened to it and my mind mm. was blown. My world was shook. <laughs> so it's Science Versus is the name of the ones that do the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Australian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Australian. The episode's called Skincare Is Anti-Aging a Scam? Well, I found it thoroughly interesting. As you said, when you were listening to it, it is very, there's a lot of, a lot of words, a lot of noise. It's jumping around like you need to be kind of focused. It's not like a relaxed thing. It's, it's like an informative one. Yeah. And it's very like, it's like sensory uh, overload. overload. And the noise factor mm-hmm. of it, it's noisy, but it's so good. Like it's really interesting. If you're into your skincare. Mm-hmm. Or not. <laughs> Yeah, I would, if you're even just into kind of science, you'd yeah. be delighted. So it's science versus, but I just found, and everything they said, they had the backup or the rationale or oh. the studies behind it. Like, So I was taking notes, so like I'm going to skim through some of the major findings that was mm-hmm. in the episode, but I would highly recommend people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But at the start, it's her, the woman who narrates kind of the podcast and a friend, and I had to laugh. They'd gone into like that, it was some kind of department store mm-hmm. and they were looking at all the creams and it is so true like if all you look at creams words. it's like te- but tender and bouncy was on one of the creams mm-hmm. <laughs> like would you really want your mm-hmm. skin to be tender and bouncy <laughs> but anyway so she had spoke with a dermatologist she spoke with another friend then that had worked in the tv industry that had done like a, a little experiment for her own but basically, the English dermatologist that came on first was explaining your skin. It's like proteins, collagen, elastase, but it's like scaffolding. So aging, obviously, is detrimental. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, sorry, the sun is very aging and detrimental to your skin. But they were saying, did you, did you hear the bit where it said, look at your butt, look mm-hmm. at your butt. And they said, because you're arse basically isn't exposed to the sun (laughs) they're like that's what your original skin looks like and your face and your hands and your neck is obviously always exposed to like uv rays environmental Mm -hmm. pollutants all that so when you're trying to when you're scaffolding as you age this scaffolding just doesn't stay upright Mm -hmm. as much as it used to but they explained and i've heard this before about creams that like how much can it penetrate mm-hmm. and they explained then that it needs to be fat soluble um there's different types fat soluble water soluble but to prevent the crap in the environment getting in it has to get through they explain it's like mortar mm-hmm. so it has to leak through the mortar so it can't get through these bricks yeah I'm doing a lot of construction related mm-hmm. analogies, analogies that works. But um, so they said that even L'Oreal had came out and admitted that they can't penetrate skin. Yeah. As deep as, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes claimed because um, 
that like there'd been watchdogs done investigations to a lot of creams and that. So vitamin C is water soluble. They said that that can't penetrate skin. Um, collagen is too big. It can't penetrate it. Some evidence as a supplement, but not as a topical cream. Mm-hmm. So last week I'd mentioned yeah. I'd started taking the collagen supplements. Mm-hmm. But um, hyaluronic acid as well, that's out. That's one mm-hmm. of your favourites. I know. I'm um, I've wasted a lot of money said, on that. Hmm? I've wasted a lot of money on that. I know, but if it feels nice in it, you know. Mm. Anyway, I'll get to that. <laughs> so they actually said hyaluronic acid putting on your skin and trying to penetrate the outer layer is like squeezing an elephant through a cat trap. That's what they said <laughs> on the podcast. They said it'll only sit on the surface. Every time you wash it off, it washes off. So obviously companies have tried different suspensions and they've tried to sh- shrink the molecules to pass through these little gaps. But there's no good studies to show that it is effective. Um Vitamin T, vitamin, vitamin T, I just made up a vitamin. <laughs> vitamin C then is unstable in a glass bottle. So every time you, I, I, I laughed at this as well. They said that every time you open the cap and it's exposed to air, it oxidizes. So every time you use your vitamin C and air gets in, a vitamin C angel loses its wings. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's so sad. Um... So then this book about vitamin A, retinol and the like, and um, they said that there's like a prescription type that there does seem, there was studies done on that that says, it, you know, it had showed mild improvement on fine lines, but it actually did show some improvement. Um, But that the creams, they were like, they basically do feck all. Mm-hmm. Um, But that the side effects like sunburn and like reaction, if you're not wearing SPF and you're wearing these creams, you're like, you're going to do more damage. So then, apologies to anyone that's not into skincare because I'm ranting on here, but I just found it mind-blowing. So then she spoke to the journalist then that she was friends with that done this little experiment of her own. So all these companies that have, um, it's kind of control tests that they do that they can put mm-hmm. on these claims like 90% of women, 98% of women find that their lines were improved, blah, blah, blah. So they bought a cream that was like $2, spent two grand getting, it's, it, the company was called Spin Control, mm-hmm. um, paid two grand for them to come back and give all these statements because they'd sent the creams out to 100 women. Yeah. So like some of the statements that came back was like 100% of participants feel more youthful. 98% of predict of participants said they noticed a reduction in look of lines and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. So like you can put that on your product then. But like yeah. That um, was tests on a $2 cream like. Yeah. So they did say in the podcast that moisturizer acts as a barrier. So it makes water harder to leave your skin. Mm-hmm. But they said the type of moisturizer, the price you pay for the moisturizer probably is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. And... To end it, then, the final note was that sunscreen is the only thing you need. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the summary of the podcast. Yeah. But I would advise anyone that's into it, 
yeah. to listen to it. But like, I found it amazing. I know. It just really debunked a lot of stuff about just how marketing has really warped our brains to think that all these, you know, trending ingredients yeah. were going to make us more youthful or fix our skin problems when really they were probably doing little to nothing. Yeah. I remember years ago, actually, I was... um. Do you, did you ever use the skin brand, skincare brand, Convera? It's Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have um, like an under eye serum years ago. The turmeric one? Yeah. The one that's like really orange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had that and I'd recommend, I, th- I think they'd done an actual all round serum as well. Like, And I just liked it and I liked the feel of it. The feel of it, like basically. And I had recommended it to a woman I know who is in her early 50s and she had like nasolabial lines mm-hmm. just those smile lines at the time mm-hmm. she was using it she came back to me like after a week and she was like that cream's shite mm-hmm. <laughs> a week and i was like but on top of that a week it doesn't matter how long you use the cream like you're not going to take away yeah exactly. nasolabial like, lines yeah. unless you want to get like pumped with fillers or whatever so thing. it is just i don't know there's a whole you could do a full episode like on all this really we really could and should. I suppose like if people are being honest with themselves when it comes to skin, as they were saying in that podcast as well, you know, there's not much you can do to influence like proteins and collagens mm-hmm. and elastins that are breaking down. Like you can't really ever fully repair mm-hmm. them as you age. And then everyone's genetic makeup is different. So mm-hmm. some people have genetically more collagen and elastin, just mm-hmm. like, you know, that's naturally. There. That's natural. It's good luck. Um, but I was laughing at one of the, was it what kind of one of the hosts was, he was so upset because like the general consensus was if he didn't want more wrinkles. He's just gonna have to get Botox and fillers, yeah. and he was like, "Because no. and, and they said that in in it, mm-hmm. like they said, unless you're willing to go under the knife or have injections, there's very little the creams will do. Yeah, they won't reduce or remove. But they did the say that yes, SPF every day. Yeah, well, that's preventative. Yeah, at least. that's preventative. Like, yeah. So it was interesting. Like. Let's get the SPF out, guys. Yeah. I love La Roche-Posay, personally. <laughs> La Roche-Posay. <laughs> I don't know, I'm using the image one at the minute, but I must get more. I love the Dr. Murad one as well. Mm. So, that was that. I just mm. found it very interesting. I nearly mm. felt like throwing everything away and getting, I don't know, the feckin' tub of astral. Yeah, but that's the thing, Astral or Nivea. And then you think back to some of our older relatives who had brilliant mm-hmm. skin and you think you asked them what they used and they were just using a big thick barrier cream moisturizer, yeah. which is effective. Yeah. But obviously it's like a little bit, was it comicidenic or, you know, it's going to clog your pores yeah. is the other thing. What, yeah, what's the, the word? Comma. Um, there's some word on that. Basically Com- the cloggy. Yeah. They're greasy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, skincare is just a whole little rabbit hole of a thought. But it's like when you think of the cream, you know, like the La Mer cream. Mm-hmm. Like how much is that? Like it's like 130 euro for a small tub. Is it not more than that? I thought, geez, that's cheap. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> <laughs> I think for like a teeny wee tub. All oh, right. But like, yeah, it's just interesting, isn't it? I like the snail stuff still though. Yeah, actually, Boots and Letterkenny's fully stocked the Boots in the retail park with all the 
snail mucin and yes. all that C O R. Because that's where I got mine, but you can get it cheaper online if you want to do the the hunting. Um. So yeah, that's all now. Oh, I'm trying something, and I'll report back. Speaking of, it's not really skincare, but. Um, I was reading an article from Sally Hughes, who was researching all the different lash growth serums. Oh, yeah. And my lashes, it must, I don't know, it's probably just an age thing. My lashes are just like really light and gone. And I used to have luscious lashes. I'm quite devastated about it. And they've gone very straight as well. (laughs) Um, So she, so Sally uh, I was about to say Sally Murphy, who's like my actual friend, <laughs> Sally Hughes, um, did this Guardian piece on loads of different uh, growth serums. And she had said now that she's quite sensitive and I would be too. So she was like, if your eyes are sensitive and you are patient, she recommended one by The Ordinary. Um, so it's The Ordinary Multi-Peptide Lash and Brow Serum. And so I ordered it click and collect to Boots. It was like 15 euro. And she said that friends of hers that are menopausal and friends of hers like recovering from chemo had been using this um, multi-peptide lash and brow serum. But you have to stay with it, putting it on every night. And after like a good month or whatever, they noticed like a really good improvement in their lashes. So. Gee. Yeah, like it's no harm just lashing it on. Oh, pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> there's no harm in like I would have the most sensitive eyes on earth and it doesn't give any tingle or scariness. Yeah, I'd be the same. I've also so I'll report. I'll report back. Please do. In a month. In exactly one month. <laughs> Darren, you better remind me. <laughs> Set the timer. Are yeah. you trivia, do you? Or is that on yeah. your recommendations? Oh, yeah, that's all my recommendations. I do have trivia. Do you want to do your trivia first? Or? Oh, my trivia was very strange. So during the week that I had got a multi-pack to have in the house of bacon fries and scampi fries. Mm. And there was one evening I took a hankering for the scampi fries. Yes. And I hadn't had scampi fries in years. Jeez, they're very tasty. Oh, they're divine. I'm hungry now. Like, I would nearly say they're nicer than bacon fries. They are. If you're in the mood for them. Yeah, you're you in have the to be in the mood. mood. You have to be in the mood. So... I was looking up then a random piece of information about Smith's Crisps, which make scampi fries and bacon fries. Oh, yeah. So they ran an advertising campaign in the 60s. <laughs> it's very funny. Right. And for three empty packets and one and six pence, you can get the crunch disc. So it was like this vinyl with all this kind of music, but it's a song about the crisps. <laughs> like Smith's crisps go I can't even remember the tune of it now go many things and then it's like crunch and they had this dance called the crunch but guess which young celebrity went around in the 60s travelling around teaching people to do the crunch dance no in the UK Darren's trying to get. they were young at that time in the 60s in the 60s they oh. were quite young yeah Tom Jones no I actually, when I when I seen it, I was like, God, no, he couldn't be that old. Oh, geez, sorry, I have like a but cramp <laughs> on my foot. <laughs> he okay. I'll give you a clue. He is a famous daughter. He was in a band. Dar. Um, famous daughter in a band. He was in a band. Paul McCartney. No, <laughs> this is fun. Famous daughter. The famous daughter was on a show on Netflix. 
that we would have mentioned quite a bit. Bono. No. <laughs> I'd go away. Bono didn't go around trying to pe- teach people the crunch. Peppa Pig's dad. Not Peppa Pig's father. <laughs> Peppa Pig's George. Dad. George. No. No, George is her brother. Oh, sorry. I'm not <laughs> familiar with the family <laughs> tree of Peppa really? Pig. Really? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want another clue? Netflix show that we've mentioned quite a bit. Yeah, the show. Yeah, there's three seasons of it on Netflix. I don't want to talk about her too much. So yeah, he was in a band and he done like his own stuff. And he taught people the crunch. Then. And he taught people the crunch. Think of the cab. There's there's a Cadbury's ad. Oh, thingy, thingy. Go on. Emily in Paris is dad. Yeah. If you care to name him. What's her name again? <laughs> Collins, Phil Collins? Yeah, Phil Collins. Ah. Went around the country teaching people the crunch dance for the advertising campaign for Smith's Crisps. That is so bizarre. That is the most obscure piece of information I've ever <laughs> got for this podcast. you got to start somewhere. <sighs> I worked hard on that one now. Mm. Doing a lot of digging. Yeah. But I must actually deep. play, we'll play the song after. Yeah. Share it then on the podcast page. We it was quite, quite catchy. catchy. I have three empty packets of scampi fries now. I'm going to send away a pound and sixpence. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I'd murder a packet of scampi fries now. Now I'm very excited for your trivia. Uh, it's not that exciting It's more like scary right Yeah that's why I'm excited uh, So oh yeah Darren I told you this didn't I mm-hmm. Am I going to so, be scared You won't be that scared Well actually We oh, do geez. spend a lot of time together so Right this Sunday <laughs> Is okay. called Wet Sunday W-H-I-T Sunday Have you ever heard of this So Wet Sunday is the unluckiest day of the year Sunday, if tw- the 28th of May falls on a Sunday, it's the unluckiest day. And I will tell you all the reasons why. Oh my God, please. But also, people born on Sunday, the 28th of May, are Were considered to be unlucky, evil beings. <laughs> yes, whose birthday is on Sunday? Mine! Were you born on... And I was born on a Sunday! You were not! <laughs> I text mum after I read this and I was like, was I, what day was I born? Mom, am I a witch? (laughs) (laughs) Mom, am I evil? And I sent mom the article and she just goes, why did you send me that horrible thing? (laughs) It was an RTE, like it was RTE brainstorm we trivia Ah, article. Clickbait, Yeah, it was total, well, like, right. Tradition dictated that Irish people shouldn't leave the house on wet Sunday to avoid all dangers. In the past, people wouldn't play hurling on this day. Fishermen wouldn't go out to sea. Any babies that were born had to be like, put into like this little like um, shallow grave of soil and they had to crush a fly in their hand and kill it so that they wouldn't kill in the course of their lifetime they were actually a and name on them was that so. done on you now or no this was this unless you, you want to perform it on me now this evening can we place you in a shallow grave <laughs> get the fly darren get the fly <laughs> um so yeah, it was like there are many strange beliefs around this day, which falls this year on May twenty eighth. In Ireland, Halloween is the ghostliest time. Um, but Balton, this time in Baltina, which is Irish for May, is the day when fairy activity is at its height. Um, so what Sunday is when it is was believed the true evil was present on this earth on that day, and as we know, true evil is best avoided. 
Until recent times, many interesting customs were practiced, including the sprinkling of blood to appease evil spirits and counter spells cast on infants born on this time. Um, so it's a fatal and unlucky time and thought to be un- the unluckiest day of the year. The name Whit is thought to be derived from white, referring to the purity of Christ. Um, but, oh, I need to get to the good stuff here. Where was it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so setting out on a long journey is like completely frowned upon on this day. No kind of dangerous occupations were encouraged. Games such as hurling or football were not played on Whit Sunday in case of accidents. Um, water in particular was regarded to have an evil spirit in it on this day. So no sailing, swimming, crossing water, or even walking along the water's edge was advised at this time. Um, so uh, the old myth was that all of those who had died by drowning would come back on Whit Sunday to force the living to join them in the water. Oh, that's quite strange. So anyone born on Whit Sun-tide, it says Whit Sun-tide here, was thought cursed and sure to harm others in the course of their lives. They were known as Kingisha, and it was foretold that those born at this time would grow up to kill another, known as the spell of the wicked hand. If such a person injured another, even by accident, it would end fatally. And the wound would take long to heal and potentially cause death. To counteract this prophecy, the baby Kingisha would be made to crush and kill something small in its hand, such as a worm or a fly. Alternatively, a shallow grave was dug in which the child was laid for a few moments to break the spell. A Kingisha were considered to be contrary and difficult people. All right, Darren. Darn nodding furiously, <laughs> you cheeky beggar. I'll, I'll what Sunday you know in a minute. <laughs> they also had some gifts, such as the ability to... St- this is bullshit. They had such gifts, such as the ability to strike anything they aimed at. I couldn't have worse aim, <laughs> like Spreads if I tried. <laughs> so there's loads more. Animals born at this time were considered to be evil or unlucky. If a calf was born on this day, it would be killed immediately. What a so waste. on, so forth. So yeah. That's this Sunday, the May 28th. So. so as you listen to this podcast on Monday. Yeah, it'll have surpassed. So I hope everyone makes Darren, it through Darren, I hope safely. you make it to Monday. Yeah, because Darren, Darren's been dipping in the sea every day. Darren, you stay away from the sea on Sunday now. Do you hear me? I'll be in the sea on Sunday. Well, I can't go with you. That's right. <laughs> oh, cheers. Yeah, so I just thought that was very random trivia. I knew you'd like it because you oh, like all it. the kind of dark folklore bits. I love it. I'll send you the link. Go, there's loads more detail in it. Do it you? just came up on my newsfeed from RTE and I was thinking, oh my God, I'm a kingisha. <laughs> I'm a kingisha. <laughs> um, very good. Right, so that's all the crack. Yeah, that is all <laughs> I'm the like, crack. right, good luck. <laughs> I'll see you later, see you now. You're scared now in case I strike you. By not accident. at all, you'll, not, you'll miss. <laughs> Um, so thanks again to this fortnight sponsor, Nualux Salon, who has kindly sponsored a prize to Mark Maria's second birthday of her salon, which we will have published by the time you've listened to this on our Instagram page um, at nootherkrack underscore pod. We will also be sharing final detail about our No Other Crack bus tour this choo week. Choo choo Magoo. So, Why do I keep saying that when it's a bus? <laughs> choo choo, yeah. So yeah, um, so we'll have all the names finally gathered for our bus tour in July. And that is all the crack. We'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye bye.